you know, it's it's always like, honestly, when I don't do my coffees with Adam for a while, I always get so fucking nervous when I'm ready to do another one, and it literally takes me forever to press the go live button on the side. Um, yeah, as, as many times as I've done a coffee with Adam, it takes me forever to want to, what's up, Jimmy? It takes me forever to want to press the live button because it, I don't, I don't know, it's just, um, it's, it's, I don't know, I get nervous, I get like, oh, you know, you're gonna get ridiculed, or, I don't know, these old <coughs> stories of not coming through that I have told myself or that I've experienced, like, come up, and, um, and so, yeah. Thanks for all the likes and hearts, Jimmy. Um, but yeah, so but that's also part of what I'm going to be talking about today. So, um, what am I doing? I'm tapping around. Uh, all right, okay. So, I'm going to bring those back on. So yeah, so what am I doing today? Um, I just want, I haven't been on for a while. It's Monday. Um, it's coffee time. I just, you know, made some coffee right now. And uh, I actually just got out of doing a little bit of a ceremony kind of thing. I wanted to do like this little cleansing, not little, but this um, cleansing meditation. I let some sage, some Palo Santo, some white copal, and just had the fragrances going and stuff and just uh, did this like visualization meditation kind of thing of where I'm at, where I'm going, what is blocking me. And I had some really good like chanting music going on in the background and um I just started giving thanks. I started praying to God and telling him, you know, that thank you for, you know, this apartment. Thank you for this place. Thank you for the coffee that I'm drinking. Thank you for the herbs and the fragrances that are going on, the the, the sage and the Palo Santo and stuff. Like, thank you for this. Thank you for these things, right? And so um, as I'm here and I'm doing these things and I just get moved to want to just continue on with this ceremony type thing this ceremony this connection with me and god just you know telling him thank you but also these feelings of i'm feeling lost and and a big bunch of the hesitation that i put on not wanting to do this live was having to reveal these things right now that i'm about to reveal and and not so sure of what ways to to let them out or talk about them um, I've been feeling them for, for a while. I've been feeling them since I've been back since, since I've been back from Seattle. Just these weird feelings of, um, these weird feelings of like scarcity and, um, and disconnection and like inability of even my own self. Like uh, just in what I'm doing with this coaching business and just letting, hey, what's up, dude? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I miss you too. That's my brother Andrew right there. Uh, and just these feelings of inability of, of judging myself a little too harshly than usual. And mainly because it's all coming from having to really provide for myself. Like going out on that limb and stopping my job so I could start this coaching business. And then really, really looking at myself in the mirror and being honest with myself and telling myself like, are you doing it? Are you putting in all the effort that you really think you should be? And knowing the answer that I'm not, I beat myself up even more. And I beat myself up even more, putting other priorities in front of what's going to put food in my mouth. Um, you know, in all honesty, like, I just used my last round of, like, income to secure all my other stuff. And it's, like, really, in I'm really falling into this net of scarcity. 
and you know and it's frightening and it's scary but in the back of my mind my higher sense adam is like adam you know what to do you've been in these situations what are you stalling for what are you stalling for and and yeah so i'm gonna get to what i'm going on so i'm in my meditation and i just get this sense to to you know you need there's a message that you know god has for you your subconscious and god has for you you need to hear this you need you need to connect and so um i do what i know what to do to connect and um i know that there's a message out there for me oops <clears throat> everybody grab your coffee boop, 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 boop. and um you really need to connect and so i continued on with my ceremony i had my fragrances going i had my candles going and everything and I pull up. There we go. Are we on? Cool. What's going on, internet? Hold on. One second. Huh. Interesting. Okay, we're cool. Um, <clears throat> and I pull out one of my Oracle decks. One of the Oracle decks. Um, funny, I'm making some right now. Cause we, uh, what are you making? Exactly. Thank you, Jimmy. You will. And then, so I know that there's something that I need to hear, something that the, a message. So I pull out one of my Oracle decks and I like to use this one when it's for me personally. It's uh, my Mystical Shaman Oracle deck by Colette Baron Reed. And, you know, just the messages that were coming off, um, it were so uncanny and so connected and so boom, 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 boom. Just like, like really like punching in you like, this is for you. These are your messages. And it really, like right now, it's it's my higher sense, Adam, is just like, stop fucking around, dude. Like, is it, like it really came through in this solid voice. It was just like, stop fucking around. You got your message. Now do your shit. And, um, <clears throat> and I would, and so from that, <laughs> going back to the main thing, it's like, you know, I started to ask like, God, like, what's blocking me? Like, can you show me what's blocking me and how do I overcome it? Um, and, you know, just any other message that you have for me, you know, so I go into it and I pull my first card out and I'm going to read to you some of what the meaning of the card is. I haven't worked with this deck well enough to make up my own interpretations for them yet. Um, but I will be reading the inter interpretation from the book that it says, and it's just part of those punches of what's really there. And so <clears throat> the first card that I pulled up was this one. It's called the circle. Number eight, for me, the eight is symbolic for the infinity symbol going over and symbolic for just the circle going over and over and over again. So the essence of this card is unification, interconnectedness, and a sense of continuum <clears throat> is what this card imp implies. This card, the circle reminds us we are all one, dancers in a unified, continuous, inclusive circle. This card reminds us of the cycles of life and the evolving self, ever-changing and always connected human, spirit, nature, and the cosmos are all intrinsically connected. So <clears throat> I'm like, okay, that's just the essence, but this is the thing about the card. Like it invites you when it's right side up and invites you to explore these thoughts. When the circle appears, it reminds you that you are connected to everything and everyone, including to spirit. Spirit's essence beats in your heart and inspires you to co-create your world, knowing that, knowing that you count, that you have purpose in this world. Imagine even a smile to a stranger can change the course of a life. 
When the circle invites you to dance in the sacred steps of life, know that your work, your love, your service brings greater value than you can know. Stay the course, keep dancing, and all will be well. The last two weeks of what I've been going through and experiencing is really this disconnection in my service, my coaching abilities, my oracle reading abilities. The last few times when I've gone live and put up, gone, gone live in AOL or putting my coaching services out there, they've just like, or fall dead or um, offering some of my services to potential clients and like fall dead. And it was just really discouraging those two times or three times, you know, and just even maybe it's just the Facebook algorithm or whatever, but it just was really discouraging and made me really start to think, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this it? Should I just pick up my apron and go back into the kitchen? And it's, it's no, it, it did not, thinking that is really telling me a, a big fuck you to myself. Uh, for, for even thinking that is starting the course of disbelief in myself. And so for me, this card represented to re, reconnect to the co-creation that you're doing with the universe, with God, with the man up there, Sky Daddy. Um, <clears throat> so I continued on and the next thing that came up was... I, uh, <clears throat> I, the next thing that came up for me was I asked, what can I use? What is my tool? What, how can I use this information to help me? How can I use this as a tool? And so God again came through. And if you guys have been hearing me talk about some of the stuff that I've been talking about, talking about hero's journey and my path and ever since the retreat, this higher sense, Adam, like you know, is on this journey to figure out who I am, my hero's journey. Um, and along this journey, I, you, and along this kind of even work when you feel like you want to help people, you come across the feeling of like, who am I to help this person? Who am I to say that I can help that person? Who am I to say that what I know and what words I could use could change that person's life? Who am I to say that? We come up with that and that's a disbelief in ourselves. That's a core disbelief in something that I've been battling and fighting against for a very long time. Is who am I to claim my spot in the universe? Who am I to, who am I to claim my spot in God's light? And it was just very like, like I've, I've gotten so many punches with this one and I want to go back to it. And... I just had these sudden realizations of what this video means to me. And you guys could go ahead and look it up. It's, you, could, you could either read the story in the Bible or you could just go straight to YouTube, go to the Prince of Egypt, burning bush scene, and it compiles everything that I'm going to talk about right now. Um, it's the burning bush scene between Moses and God in the Prince of Egypt, where God tells Moses, you are you know, going to deliver my people. And Moses tells him, you're wrong. Sorry, you got the wrong person. And, you know, it can't be me. And God gets really mad and the bush flares up. And he basically tells him, who are you to tell me that I made a mistake? I'm the one that created, oh, my heart's fucking pounding and racing right now. I'm the one that created the universe, the cosmos, the earth, you. Who are you to tell me that I made a mistake? Wasn't it not I that created all that? And so that just like, can make sense, like, how are you able to tell God that they, he made a mistake, that your journey and your mission is not worthy of you, or you're not worthy of that? Yeah, dude, I use that song too. I use that song too. And so, 
and so there's the next part in the scene where God tell, and this is the part that made sense is like, God, well, Moses asked, well, how am I going to do this? And God goes, you will take the staff in your hands and you will do my wonders. The staff, the staff is symbolic for a metaphor. For me, the staff is symbolic for a metaphor. The staff is a simple piece of wood. The staff can be, can be seen as your inherited God-given gifts. Whatever you're good at. Whatever God gave you the ability to be good at. That is your staff. Something that you think of nothing as, as, as amazing or something as extravagant. That it's just ordinary to you. Like an ordinary piece of wood. That is your staff. To others all around, see it as your miracle maker. To artists, a paintbrush is just merely a paintbrush. But to people that see the art that was created from that paintbrush is the miracle, is the marvel, is the freaking masterpiece created from a single paintbrush, the staff. So it's the same thing as with you. What are you good at? And so that made me think of you know, myself, you know, my God, my inherited God giving gifts is my staff. And then Moses goes to go freaking part the Red Sea with that staff, go and cause the plagues, the plagues of Egypt with that staff, but to free his people. He did God, God's wonders with that staff. A simple piece of wood. So, what I all that to build up to this when I asked from the first card, how can I use this as a tool? How can I use this to help me? The next card that came up, should you not? The staff. My jaw dropped. My jaw dropped. I was like, are you God? You're fuck like I had goosebumps all over my arms. I could feel God radiating around me like this message is for you pay attention and so I did <clears throat> the essence for this card the staff is the symbol of authority it holds the power to temper extremes the staff helps you find the right course of action the way of the middle and aids you to maintain your balance after you begin walking in that direction Moses carried a serpent staff through the desert and with it could summon the power of nature to heal or call plagues the staff reminds you of the impermanence of all things and that your authority must come from your deep longing to serve. Your authority must come from your deep longing to serve. Not that I'm a coach and I could serve people, but the want to serve people beyond ever thinking that I become a coach, that I could become a coach. Beyond the want of wanting to create great healthy food for people, beyond the want of wanting to be a chef, beyond the want to be healing muscles for people and learning massage and Reiki, beyond that, the want to serve and then learn all those adjacent skills. So here's the invitation. You know how to flow easily between polarities, how to weigh all possibilities and instinctively select the right path. Trust your inner wisdom and take the first step on a journey that your heart has already embarked on. Use the power of the staff to, to unite what appears to be divided, to find that delicate balance between will and surrender. Boop. So, 
in this idea for me that I have about the hero's journey, about um, questing, about you know figuring out my path, and the adjacent things that I talked about serving. Like I wanted to serve so bad, so what did I do? I learned how to do massage therapy. I wanted to serve so bad, so I learned how to become a chef in different modalities in cooking. I wanted to learn to. I wanted to serve so bad that I wanted to help people. That I became a coach and learned different modalities of coaching. So the want to serve become, comes first, and then the modality split off. So I have this thing of being of saying like Adam the Great, Adam the Great, Adam the Great, and there's this disconnection lately of who I've been. And lately it's transformed to Adam the God. Not Adam the God like being blasphemous, but in the connection to God, that I am a son of God, that I am of God. Um, <clears throat> and so lately it's been that, but it's also like <clears throat> something that I've been feeling disconnected of. Like, well, who am I now? Am I all those things together? Am I Adam the great massage therapist? Am I Adam the great cook? Am I Adam the great coach? Am I Adam like the great oracle reader now Adam like what is it and so this takes me back to an experience that I had watching I know I have a lot of movie references watching uh what was it Thor Ragnarok right Marvel's Thor Ragnarok when he's going up against Helena right and Helena's beating his ass at the end like just they're just piling on him so finally has this flashback to where him where he's with his dad Helena destroyed his hammer and everything and doesn't have his hammer so his dad's telling him, you could do this. Like, what are you, what are you pussyfooting around for? You could do this. And he's like, I can't. I don't have my hammer. Then Odin tells him, huh, that's funny. I didn't know you were called Thor, god of hammers. What are you? like?" And then it was just like, who are you the god of? And then, and then he was like, with the god of lightning, right? So it's just not necessarily that the hammer gave him power, but who he was. So for me, that interchange is like, well, who are you the great of? Are you Adam the Great? No, I'm just Adam the Great indefinitely. That's it. Anything that I will apply myself to, I will be great at. Now it's anything that I will apply myself to with the workings and the backing of, you know, the big man upstairs, I will be godlike at. Not to be blasphemous or whatever, because I know there's those kind of people watching. But it's all just with God, I can achieve more than just thinking that I could do it on my own. And that's something that I've been struggling with the last two weeks is thinking that I have to do all of this on my own. And I totally took God out of the equation. And in this moment and in this ceremony and in this carpool is when God showed up and be like, motherfucker, you need me. Don't forget that. So, hey, Ducky. So, we're on the staff, and the staff had so much significance as that's my tool. This is my tool. My simple god heron giving gifts. Next step. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I go into the next part, and which is, like, I start to think and hold my mind to the surrender of it to surrendering stop asking my own questions and to just open myself up to what god has to tell me right so coffee break and so to open myself up what god has to tell me right um and i'm just like all right god and in each through each card i have my smoke and my incense going and i'm waving the card over each 
before I reveal it to myself, I'll wave the card over over the smoke each time to have a more purified, connected connection to the source of where it's coming from. Um, and so the next card that came up for me was opening myself when I asked, um, not when I asked, but when I opened myself up to what God has a message for me on was this. It was called the Rainmaker and it was received upside down. So when these cards are received upside down, it totally means a different thing. When it's right side, when it's these cards in, uh, in general, this deck, when it's right side up, it's the invitation. When it's upside down, it's the medicine. So the healing aspect of it. So basically something for me to keep in mind and hold on to and really use as a learning experience. So I'm going to read the essence first. The Rainmaker is the master of manifestation who can call on the elements of nature to serve the greater good. When the power to co-create is used with integrity, great beauty and benefit flow to all. When the power is used for personal gain, only everyone suffers. <clears throat> when the earth is parched, the rainmaker calls the waters from the heavens and all that is dormant in the fields and in people's hearts spring to life again. Hmm. The medicine. Recognize how you are co-creating your world. Nothing is happening out there without your involvement. Remember that the world is only mirroring back to you the condition of your love and your intent. So change these within before you take any action. Do not take life personally. So in the last two weeks, it was, I was taking all this stuff personally thinking that I had to do this all on my own, thinking that the no's and the turndowns of making my offers were big no's because I wasn't good enough. It wasn't me personally. Those people that told me no have their own stories of why their own no is there. Um, and also, it really made me want to take a look at where what was my involvement in the last two weeks? Where was I at? Was I doing the lives that I consistently do? Was I engaging with my audience the way I consistently do? Was I doing AOLs the normal times? No, I wasn't. I was totally being selfish in myself. <clears throat> Where it says up here, like the powers of manifestation, only everyone suffers. A few nights ago, I was out having a drink and um, at a bar and just, you know, writing some stuff down and stuff like that. And yeah, I said that. And so, um, and I was just writing some stuff down and all of a sudden I started to have this feeling of loneliness and thinking to God that I wanted to be with somebody and that I wanted that and I wanted that and I wanted to just like have that feeling of just conversation and not feel like I'm alone at this table. And then, boom, this guy Ducky that's on there showed up and we've been, you know, connected for the last almost week and a half, right? And it's been really cool, but also I've been neglecting my own self. Even though I take my iPad over to his place and I intend to work on some stuff while I'm there with them, it never happens. And so this power of manifestation, when used for personal gain like that, everyone suffers. Whereas where I've used my power of manifestation to to go and do my lives, to cultivate, manifest happiness and a great start to the morning, to manifest great intention to, towards other people with my AOLs, just like those kind of things. What city are you in again? I'm in Palm Springs, Andrew. And, um, <clears throat> and it just like really showed me like where I was going at with these manifestational abilities, whereas like where I used it for personal gain and how all of a sudden I felt halt, uh, halted. 
and where I've seen it for personal for like everyone and there's just these skyrocketed feelings of abundance flying out to Seattle if I can have in landing clients and Oracle readings and stuff like that you know so like it, it's just it, I noticed that there was just a big halt to the differences in manifesting for myself and manifesting for the all of everybody you know, we're seeing where the manifestation could filter out to other avenues instead of just stopping at my own personal gain. So <clears throat> that also made me to just think into not really not taking anything personal and to remember what my intent is, to remember really what my intent is when I'm doing my AOLs, when I'm doing my Adam coffee with Adams in the mornings, because even if you notice them, like right now I'm on a fucking flow and I'm feeling fucking great. But on the other ones before, there was just these weird stalls, like, like stuff wasn't coming out right. I didn't feel like I was myself in the last three lives that I've done or four, whatever ones I've done for the last two weeks. Like I can't even remember because it's been so inconsistent because I haven't been consistent in my feelings. And so noticing that and being that way is just like really apparent to me to knowing what way I'm coming at myself with this and with this energy and what intention I have with it. And even my freaking talks at the rehab center that I do are freaking like, they've been, last week was okay, but the weeks before, they've been weird. And so, yeah. All right, I'm going to go on. So <clears throat> that was that, right? Those were the last three. And I, and I began to like, I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, you know, God, you know, thank you for letting me know uh, all this stuff. I started to break down my ceremony. I started to, you know, put um, my crystals away and some of the other stuff that I was using away and move things out of my space that I have created. And before one of the songs that I was listening to and was going to end, I just had this feeling to just um, pull another one, not really pull another one, but I moved the cards around and I was just waving the bottom of the deck over the smoke. And I'm like, last one, what do you got to tell me? Pull it up. This one came up. And I totally thought it meant something else. <clears throat> I have a good class. And I totally thought it was something else. The sorcery came through as I thought the way the magician would be in a regular oracle deck or tarot deck. But this one came through as a challenge. This one came through as something different. And let me go down to reading it, the essence. This is the source of dark power. The sorcerer represents the destructive aspect of the human psyche and the self-centered behavior that harms others. It symbolizes the unconscious beliefs and, the, and ideas that foster separation, conflict, and scarcity. The exact essence I've been battling with the last two, the last two weeks. <clears throat> when the sorcerer enters your circle, my circle, what was my first card? The circle. You're being called to look at how your beliefs around scarcity are centered, are self-centered fear. Sorry, let me rephrase this. When the sorcerer enters your circle, you're being called to look at how your beliefs around scarcity and self-centered fear manifest in your world. Examine the destructive part of your psyche that misuses power and or harbors feelings of resentment, vengeance, lust, greed, bigotry, or hatred. Perhaps you've harmed someone because of these dark tendencies. If so, all is not lost. You have only forgotten that all beings are in interconnected and the universe is abundant. You're given a second chance. You're given a second chance. Correct your course and practice, not blaming others 
for the darkness that lives inside you. Make peace with it and choose another way. So one of the things that I've noticed that I had to let go of also is that. Is thinking that the world is out to get me, that I myself am damaging myself, and also things that I'm have personally going on with some of my family relationships. There's just there's not a sense of connection there, and just as much as I know that it's them to connect with me, I need to connect with them, but that want to connect is not there, and I've been putting up these these stories that that are damaging to the way I want to connect with them, but it's not them. I cannot. I cannot expect them to be me, right? But I can only be me to myself. So it's like knowing that there is a connection, this connection and being okay with that. Because right now they're just not part of my story and that's okay. And, and it's fine and, and anything that, and I noticed that that's just them. So being, having, like, like this symbol came to me, like to do that, to just cut them out of the story for right now because they're not a part of the evolution anymore. And, and it's just, they're not just part of the story right now. And that's okay. And I am starting to make okay with that. They're not villains. They're not treacherous. They're not evil. They're not any of that. They're just not part of the story right now. And that's okay. I just, need, I felt like I needed to define that. And so this card to, uh, told me to re-examine that to really see how I'm holding resentment, vengeance, lust, greed, bigotry. Like, I've been a fucking sex-crazed maniac for the last fucking two weeks, too. And just um, just holding on to, like, thoughts of scarcity. Thoughts of scarcity come up with greed greed and harboring and, and just um, holding within. And so that's the end. That's the sorcery card. And so just, it gave me that nudge to that's who I'm facing, the dark shadow of myself, and to let it go. This is the simplest way to, to win that battle, is to let that person go, because you're not that person. That person is not a definition of who you are. You just need to sh shine some light on it. Ugh. My throat is like overheated right now, and it's so warm. So that's what I've been doing, guys. This is... Like I, I did this little ceremony today and I just, all these cards came in and it just irked me to really like share this with you. How long have we been going on? Oh my God, we've been going for like half an hour, right? Oh my God, 30 minutes. So like it just irked me to share this with you and to be here and just really like, really share this story from the get-go of what's been going on and these blocks and these thoughts that I can't do this coaching gig. Like guys, I have coaching spots available, free coaching, I have one, two, three. I have like five spots available for clients um, on my roster. So let me know if you want the coaching spot. I'm gonna put the coaching links down below so you can set up an appointment with me. Um, and they include these card pulls that help you, me go deeper into my coaching session with you. And just what came out for me in this session is like, I don't know, the ladder to get me out of the hole I was digging myself into with self-doubt and and discernment you know this was this ladder of just belief in myself again that i needed to just get myself out of and i want to offer that to you guys i want to offer that you know this coach these coaching sessions they're about an hour long and we're gonna go deep and it's really some value my homegirl ash is on she could tell you about uh, what coaching is ashley let them know what one of my coaching sessions is like please will you 
And so, um, yeah, and so that's when to let you guys know that. Uh, also, I'm probably going to be doing an Adam's Oracle Live later on this evening, probably around 8.30, 9 o'clock. Um, and yeah, just to let you guys know. And thank you guys for listening to me for this long. Like, I really felt this, like, ugh, to get this message out, to get these feelings out, to these ideas, because I felt like, I wasn't being seen right now. I felt like I wasn't being seen for the last two weeks. I felt like I wasn't being vulnerable. I felt like I wasn't even being present. Let's see, what's, who's, I felt like I wasn't even present or who I know I am. And just, um, yeah, but now I feel like I'm here. Now I feel like I'm present. And now I feel like I'm ready to get re-engaged with everybody and in the way that I normally do. So, all right, I'm going to get going. I have some things I want to work on before I do an Adam's Oracle Live in a little bit. It's probably like in two hours. But um, I will see you guys later. You guys have a beautiful, bright, and shiny evening. And I'll talk to you guys in about a few hours. Toodles, poodles. Wait, where's it at? There it is.